Okay, so this is an interesting story. This came from News One. Um, it says, uh, Crooked Cop gets away with uh, planting drugs on innocent people. Okay, again, it's from News One. It says, White tears were flowing like the Hudson River in New York, in a New York courtroom, from a crooked cop convicted of wrongdoing. Of course, his waterworks allowed him to avoid up to four years in prison. Okay. He was facing four years in prison for um, planting drugs on people. It says, according to the New York um, Daily News, Jason Arbini, Arbini, might, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it says uh, he was an NYPD detective convicted of planting drugs on, in, on an innocent couple. He entered the courtroom um, on Thursday to face the sentencing. And he gave uh, one final plea to the judge saying that he was ashamed of himself and pleading for mercy. Keep in mind, this is a New York and he was an NYPD detective. Okay, now he was accused of planting drugs on innocent people, an innocent couple for that matter. But this is what he said. This is uh, in quote. It says, I can't look at myself in the mirror anymore. Um, he whined, basically. He says it says he whined to, to Brooklyn Supreme Court Justice Gustin Reichback. It says, uh, sir, I am begging you, please don't send me to jail. Now, you might say, well, he learned from his mistake and you know, all the yada, 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 usual cliche stuff. But now if this was a drug dealer in the state of New York, do you think he would get away with this? No, of course not. Now, police officers, as of late, they have been so many because I I check for this stuff all the time. There's been so many um, cases where cops have uh, gotten caught planting drugs on people. There was another one down in, I believe it was Florida somewhere, but um, not to get off subject. But believe it or not, this guy, this crooked NYPD detective, he got away with... Um, planting drugs on people by pleading to the judge. Yeah. Uh, it says the judge was clearly moved because he only sentenced Arbany to five years probation and 300 hours of community service. I, I want you to, you know, hey, I want you to understand exactly what happened here. The judge was clearly moved because he he only sentenced Arbany to five years probation and 300 hours of community service. He even said each hour Arbany spends talking to officers or police recruits about his uh, misdeeds will count as two hours, essentially allowing his sentence to be reduced. The uh, 
The judge says, I came into court this morning determined that the nature of this crime requires some jail time, right back said. I frankly didn't expect the defendant at the 11th hour to be making these claims. So, um, again, another cop, another crooked cop gets away with committing a crime, an egregious crime at that. I mean, this is, you can't get, this is worse than a drug dealer. This It's worse than being a drug dealer. In my opinion, you tell me which one is worse. Someone selling drugs or a police officer planning drugs on someone. It, it don't get no worse than that. So here's the thing. It's bad enough that he got caught planting drugs on people and tried to ruin two people's lives, you know, a couple. He tried to ruin a couple's life. That's bad enough. But then you got to take into consideration what else has he done? Who else has he done this to? How many people are in jail? Because this is a detective. Who else is in jail? Because of him. And not only that, how far did he take it? You know, meaning has he had someone wrongfully uh, convicted of murder? Has he planted guns on people before? You know, because New York has very strict gun laws. You get caught with a gun, an unregistered uh, firearm in the state of New York, you in serious trouble. Ask uh, Plexico Barris when he shot himself. You know, the, the, if you don't know who he is, that's the former uh, New York uh, Giants wide receiver. He actually caught the game-winning touchdown in Super Bowl Forty-Two from Eli Manning. He shot himself in the leg. He didn't shoot anyone else. He shot him. He accidentally shot himself. He had a gun on him and it slipped and it he accidentally um, shot himself in the leg. And there was no mercy on him. But yet this crooked police officer gets, I mean, a serious slap on the wrist. Unbelievable. Five years probation and 300 hours of community service is what uh, NYPD detective um, what's his first name? Jason Arbany. That's what he gets. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's crazy. Also, it says, uh, let me get a little bit more of the article. It says, Arbany was on the force for 14 years when he got busted and convicted in a bench trial by the judge. He was convicted of flaking or framing two people by planting crack in their car during a hold on now during a 2007 bus this was he 
He did this in 2007. It says, in quote, um, this is continuation of Albany, Detective Albany crying. It says, my oath went down the window. My pride went out the window, Albany cried. It says, uh, Albany was one of eight officers indicted in a Brooklyn South narcotics. Um, and his trial showed the uh, corrupt side of narcotics uh, policing. The case involved cops getting sexual favors from junkies in exchange for drugs, as well as making false arrests to meet quotas and stack overtime. That don't make you sick to your stomach. You imagine you've been in the wrong place at the wrong time and this crooked cop wants to meet his quota because it's the end of the month or the end of the whatever period time slotted. Um, he needs to meet a certain amount of arrests and you just happen to be there or you just happen to be the one to get pulled over. And he's trying to stack overtime so he can get paid more at your expense. He's, this dude should be getting 10 years in jail. At least. They, 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 no, they, there's no way in hell you're going to tell me there's some little street kid with crack cocaine can get 10 years, 15 years, but a police officer planning crack gets five years probation and 300 hours of community service. That's what he gets. And you're telling me something's not wrong with the system. And it says uh, in, in the article that the uh, Albany's lawyer, the, the, Crooked Detective's lawyer contributed to his uh, pity story showing off Arbany's wife and how he had lost his job, his pension, and his health. Uh, it says Arbany also talked about his young son and uh, how his young son is, is in uh, therapy after threatening suicide. Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah. So, I mean, but, you know, again, that's the justice system. Um, it's broken. It's always been broken. And these stories, the reason why I cover these stories is because it's stories like these that confirm what we already know and what we sometimes feel like we just can't prove. But in this day and age with... Um, modern technology and everyone having a cell phone and um, a lot of these police officers are getting caught. They're getting caught and they're using old school tactics in the new school, in the new world that we live in now. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're still trying, they still think that they could do what they used to do in the eighties in the nineties. You know what I mean? Like that, like I said, there was a uh, Florida police officer, I forget what um forget what county but 
he got caught trying to put, I think it was meth. He was trying to dump meth on this woman's, in this woman's uh, car. And um, she recorded it. And it was a white woman at that. You know, this dude was just jacking up everybody. And I think there was like, Maybe two hundred cases, something like that. It was it was a big scandal, but of course, no one's talking about these kind of things. Um, all they're talking about is Trump's impeachment nowadays. But um, I forget how many exactly how many cases had to get had to be thrown out because this guy got caught. This police officer got caught um, planting drugs on this woman, and then they went back and they looked at how many uh, cases that. Uh, they feel, you know, may have been falsified. And it, I mean, it was just a big mess. You know, but some of these police officers, man, they're arrogant, they're cocky, they think they're above the law. You know, they got that I am the law attitude and they feel like they can do whatever they want to do. But um, fortunately for this woman, she was able to record it. And the dummy, I believe he had his dash cam on. Oh, not his dash cam, his, uh, his, uh, body cam. Believe he had that on him and, and was recording it and still tried to plant the drugs on her. That's how arrogant some of these, um, some of these police officers are. So, but anyway, um, it's good to hear stuff, you know, at least a lot of this stuff is coming out. I hate the fact that this jerk got away with this. He should, he should be at least 10 years in the can. He should be getting at least 10 years. There's no way in hell that little Ray Ray and little Pookie and them can get 10 years plus for selling it. And yet a crooked police officer gets nothing but five years probation and 300 hours of community service. There's no way in hell that's fair. There's no way in hell that's fair. For all you people that love to defend the police and uh, we're on the side of the police all the damn time. Look, this is one of those stories um, that you can look to. When we say that the police are crooked, this is one of those stories that you should look to. But of course, you're not going to do that. You're always going to take the police side. So anyway, um, I just thought I'd bring that out right quick. Um, I'll be back in a minute to cover some more news, some of the things that's going on around the world. Okay, so Lindsey Graham, uh, Trump's number one bootlicker, he he is uh, claiming that Trump did not know he broke the law. Let me... um, let me pull this up. This is from the Jamaro Freeman uh, website here, my personal page. It says, Lindsey Graham claims President Trump had no idea he was even breaking the rules when he withheld aid from Ukraine. Graham admits that he knows Ukraine did not interfere with the 2016 uh, presidential election. And that is what in um, that it was, in fact, Russia that meddled with the election. Graham would then um, pivot, moving the conversation over to the Bidens, 
while getting the heat off of Trump. Now I'm going to play this clip here. This is uh, Lindsey Graham in his own words. Just listen to him. Don't fire this guy. You don't get the billion dollars. I love Joe Biden, but I can tell you if the name was Trump, there'd be a lot of questions asked. So what I want out of all this, I want the public to understand that the claim. And I want, I want you to notice how he said, now if this was Trump, it'd be another thing. Now, He's trying to play Trump like the victim. And I, and this sickens me. It gets on my nerves. It makes me want to vomit. Um, they try to play Trump like this victim. This victim. Oh, the deep state is just up against Trump. He's the victim here. Trump has been talking more trash than anybody. And I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning this up, right? <laughs> the idea that Trump is the victim. Oh, poor Trumpy. Oh, poor Trumpy Trump. Oh, poor Trumpy Trump. <laughs> right? Get out of here, man. Get the hell out of here. So anyway, uh, just listen to what bootlicker and chief Lindsey Graham has to say. Claims they're making that there's no there there in Biden's. Nobody's looked. Somebody should. And I've looked. And I've got a lot of questions. Were they buying insurance? By hiring Hunter Biden? Because they sure as hell wasn't buying expertise. Can we ask you about the case that you're yes, there? Chuck, I will. Chuck Schumer today said, he said, it may have planted the first seed in their minds that perhaps the president did something very wrong here. Was that seed planted in your mind or in any other Republicans' minds? So let me, uh, let's hear from what the other side says. Did they selectively take testimony of witnesses to tell a story, which I thought was well told? Will it stand up? So they got caught. That's why they released the funds. The problem with cases like this is all of us are involved in this issue. So when they froze funds to the Ukraine, I was convinced by people at the Department of Defense that one of the reasons we want to take a time out is we've got a newly elected president we don't know anything about. I was told that by DOD. Now, as you fast forward, they're making the argument that Donald Trump's temporary freeze of funds called the Ukrainian army to collapse. And now he's about died. to lie. Nothing could be further from the- he, he claimed that, um, that it caused people to die. The Ukrainian economy to collapse and people died. Nobody ever said that. Let me, let me pull it back a little bit. Let me see if I can bring that back so you can hear him say it just so. I was convinced this by is what he says. defense that one of the reasons we want to take a time out is we've got a newly elected president we don't know anything about. I was told that by DOD. Now, as you fast forward, they're making the argument that Donald Trump's temporary freeze of funds called the Ukrainian army to collapse and people die. Nothing could be further from the truth. They got Nobody more said aid that. from the Trump administration, the Obama administration. And when you look at what people were saying on the ground, they had capability they never had before. So on September the 10th or the 11th, I called the White House and said, I'm okay with this guy. I'm going to vote with Durbin at the Appropriations Committee to make sure the aid flows for the rest of 2019. Rob Portman called the same day. It's pretty clear to me that when Rob called and I called and I was going to join forces with Durbin, they were going to lose a vote. Now, that's a theory of why the aid was released that I know about that you didn't hear. So the point is, let's see what the other side says. Then we'll make our decision about what the president actually did or didn't do. Now, you asked me about why I laughed, you know, when the president saw the video. 
If he thought he was doing something wrong, he would probably shut up about it. In October, he's saying somebody needs to be looking at the Bidens. He told me that yesterday. The president believes that what the Biden, what happened in the Ukraine with the Bidens was inappropriate. Now, whether or not that will withstand scrutiny, I don't know. The president believes that the Ukraine interfered in our election. I can tell you without any doubt, it was the Russians who hacked into the DNC. Oh, so now you admit that it was the Russians that hacked into the DNC. Now, he's telling you basically that Trump is stupid. And because Trump is stupid and he didn't know he broke the rules, that he shouldn't be impeached. That's basically what he's saying. Okay, now there's this old saying, ignorance of the law is no excuse. When you're president of the United States, had that have been Obama, I hate to, I hate to do it. I hate to do it. I'm not, a, I'm not an Obama supporter. I'm not a left-wing hack. I'm not a liberal, deep state liberal, right? Like you morons love to throw out there. But uh, had this been Obama, the idea of he didn't know he broke the rules, yeah, that wouldn't fly. You would be storming down 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue with your American flags and your Confederate flags. Let's keep it 100. Talking about you're going to take your country back. Let's be honest. But Trump is supposed to get a pass. Now, he just admitted that the Russians hacked the DNC. Now, what if, <laughs> what if Democrats been saying from day one, and Republicans have denied. There was no Russian interference. Arr! You, 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 libtards. You, you, you're making up phony. You're trying to go up against Trump. He's fighting against the deep state. Crooked Hillary. Uh, sounding like you're taking a dump on the toilet. For three years, we've been hearing this. Now, he just politely just throws it out there. Yeah, we, I, he says, I know for sure that it was the Russians that hacked the DNC. Oh, really? What do you say now? No. What the hell you say, Lindsey Graham? You could have told us this long time ago. Could have went on Fox News and said it. I don't know if he has or not. I doubt it. He's been too busy licking Donald Trump's boots. But uh, let's, let's see if he, he's got some more to say here. Hold on. It was not the Ukrainians. Oh. I cannot say that. Oh, but Trump said it was the Ukrainians. Let me let me take that back a little bit. Just to, just to, you know, let's, let's listen to what Mr. Graham has to say. That the Ukraine interfered in our election. I can tell you without any doubt, it was the Russians who hacked into the DNC. It was not the Ukrainians. I cannot say that there was nobody in the Ukraine that had worked with Manaport that did a number on him. I don't know. 
All I can do tell you is that from the president's point of view, he did nothing wrong in his mind. And end with this thought. If you're in a prior administration, does that mean no one can ever look at you? If you're going to be a potential opponent, does that mean your family can do anything? I don't buy that as a Anyway, I, I just wanted to really get that uh that main piece in there that uh bootlicker and chief Lindsey Graham <laughs> has um number one he called Trump stupid without calling him stupid. Um Trump basically Trump didn't know he did anything wrong. Um Trump said these things out in the open that someone should look into the Bidens. Um then he admits that uh Trump doesn't know what the hell he's talking about when he says that the Ukraine uh, meddled with the election, that it was actually Russia that meddled with the election and hacked into the DNC. Right there. This is Trump's bootlicker-in-chief on duty, on assignment, to lick Trump's boots 24-7, 365, 366 days in a leap year. He is on his job. But even on his job, he had to tell the truth. You know it's bad when you have to cover for someone who doesn't know how to cover for their own self. And you pretty much got to put it out there. This guy didn't know that he broke the rule. And he's the president of the United States. He's supposed to know. He's supposed to set the example. Again, if this was, if it, if this was Obama, if this was Clinton, if this was, let's say this is Biden in the future, right? Or uh, I don't know, Sanders in the, in the future. Um, you think this is going to fly with right wing media? I don't think so. I don't think so. But of course, Trump is a patriot. Because he served in, oh yeah, that's right. He didn't do that. He didn't serve in the military. That's right. Bone spurs. But he's, he's a, he's a, a American Badass from the heartland of America. Good old middle America. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a New York billionaire. That doesn't work either. But he gave tax cuts to the... Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Damn it. That went to the rich and the wealthy. Uh, hmm. But anyway, they'll keep playing the same BS tune, same song. Like Pac said, all around the world, it's the same song. And it's going to continue to be the same song because Trump is not going to be removed from office. And um, ironically, he may get reelected <laughs> because of the impeachment. I don't know. I did see a poll that said that... Um, 70% of Americans do feel that there needs to be witnesses 
uh, during the impeachment um, trial, the witnesses should be able to come forward, but the Senate already blocked it. Although um, Bolton tried to release his book and the White House basically banned it or blocked it. Um, but Bolton will be speaking. Um, he will be, the House will have him testify. But um, it's already going to be too little too late because it won't mean anything because Trump will be acquitted by the Senate. And that's it. That's all. That's all there is to it, folks. But what's interesting is after this, let's say Trump loses the election and Biden gets in office and Biden does something dirty like this. Like, let's say he withholds, he, you know, he decides to withhold aid from, you know, another American. Or let's say he does this to Ukraine again. I wonder how Republicans are going to act. You know, that's the thing that I really, I'm really curious to see at this point. I'm kind of like, you know, for me, just being a podcaster, you know, this is all just fun and games, but I'm more interested because I'm over the Trump administration. I'm more interested to see exactly what's it going to be like when a Democrat gets in office. I'm more curious to see how a Republican is going to, are they going to hold or, or excuse me, are they going to keep that same energy? You know, that, that, you know, that attitude that they have right now, this arrogance, this cockiness, my president can do whatever he wants to do. You know, that arrogance. I wonder, are they going to keep that same energy when a Democrat is in office or are they going to do the flip, you know, the those switcheroo and try to pretend like they're constitutionalists again, that they care about the constitution and the and the, the decency of the White House, you know, order, you know, or they I wanna see what happens if they try to impeach a Democratic president and he just blows them off the way Trump is blowing them off and ignores subpoena and tells people not to testify. I wonder what will happen. <laughs> Excuse me. I wonder what would happen. I think we all know what would happen. I think we all have an idea. It would be a damn riot, probably, um, right outside the White House. Because they will come with their pitchforks and their American flags, their Confederate flags, and their Ku Klux Klan robes, some of them. And um, they will they will be ready to, you know, uh, take their country back. Like they used to say when when Obama, when Obama was in office, we're going to take our country back. So anyway, um, I'll be back. Okay, this ain't got much to do about nothing, but uh, (laughs) Donald Trump, uh, again, caught admitting that he's sexually attracted to his daughter. Now, this is from the um, Econo Times. Um, This was uh, published February the 1st, 2020. 
But um, apparently it's from an old interview with Donald Trump. And this interview was done by uh, Richard Cohen. Uh, it was a conversation he had with Trump. And um, this is the article. It says Donald Trump shockingly admits he's more sexually attracted to daughter Ivanka Trump than ex-wife um, Marla Maples. Again, this is an old conversation that Richard Cohen had, but it was deleted because it was considered controversial, controversial in the least. Now, you might say, why are you bringing this up? This has nothing to do with nothing. Yeah, I said that at the beginning. Um, The reason I bring it up is because of Joe Biden. You know how people love to say Joe Biden is creepy? You know, he touches women's shoulders. He smells their hair. He sniffs their hair. You know, while they're taking photos or whatever. And it's creepy. Yeah, Joe Biden is creepy. Creepy Joe. But what about this? You you guys don't think this is creepy? This is the thing I'm telling you. This is the thing that gets me about all of these damn so-called Patriot, conservative, Republican, right-wing hacks. You pick and choose when you want to be, uh, I don't know, creeped out. So Joe Biden is a pervert, but Trump isn't. You tell me which one is worse. A dude that walks up to women that he's taking a photo with, like they're literally taking photos, like, a photo op like in front of people and he might touch them on the shoulder and, and whisper something in their ear. Yeah, that's creepy. That's creepy. Yeah. But then you had this other dude over here who is saying that he's more attracted to his daughter than his ex-wife. Now, before you idiots get stupid and start to say, oh, this is fake news. This is CNN. This is CNN. Fake news. Mainstream media. Deep state. No, you morons. Trump has uh, went on Howard Stern and talked about his daughter, talked about her, um, how good she looks, you know, her body in a way that a dad should never be talking about his daughter. Um, he went on The View and said the same damn thing. I wish I had the clips with me. I could I could bring them up. Um. I, I mean, there are photos of a young Ivanka uh, sitting on Trump's lap. I think she's about what no more than fourteen, maybe sitting on his sitting on his lap. You know, it's not a father daughter kind of way. It's very creepy, you know. And I, I just. <sighs> I know you idiots are going to just go, oh, we don't believe that. That's fake news. That's that's just mainstream media. But um, it says, uh, it says here, Donald Trump and Ivanka have a very unique relationship. Other than the fact that they are close, it seems the POTUS is also sexually attracted to his favorite daughter, 
During his previous conversation with columnist Richard Cohen, Trump reportedly asked if it is wrong to be more sexually attracted to his daughter than his wife, Marla Maples. However, since the statement was quite controversial, it was edited out of the Cohen, of Cohen's um, op-ed piece for the um, Washington Post. Uh, but the most shocking detail about Trump's sexual um, suggestive statement had to do with the fact that Ivanka was just 13 years old at the time. Damn. Trump made the shocking statement in 1995 when Ivanka just hit puberty. And at that time, the POTUS was already married to Maples. As such, it seems Trump was more attracted to Ivanka than Maples. Meanwhile, this isn't the only time that Melania's, uh, Melania Trump's husband talked about Ivanka in a shockingly controversial and downright offensive manner. During their joint interview on the Wendy Williams show, um, the host, Wendy Williams, Asked the father and daughter what their favorite activity was. And I actually um, saw this. So I know that this is true. This isn't CNN fake news. Um, but then she asked them what was their favorite activity. And Trump said, well, I, uh, he said, well, I was going to say sex, but I can't relate to her, uh, that to her. He said, yeah, I remember that. Um, they were, she was asking them, what's your favorite activity? What's their favorite activity? And um, Trump said sex, but he can't. He said, but I can't relate that to her. Um, two of Trump's um, alleged uh, mistresses also revealed that Trump compared them to his daughter. Former Playboy model Karen McDougal uh, told Anderson Cooper <laughs> two years ago that Trump said She's beautiful like Ivanka. In 2011, porn star Stormy Daniels said the same thing during her interview with In Touch Weekly. It says, in quote, he told me once that I was um, someone to be reckoned with beautiful and smart, just like his daughter. Stormy Daniels said, in quote. Um, yeah. I I don't know how the hell does Alex Jones, Conspiracy.News, The Daily Conspiracy, all of these conspiracy sites, all of these right-wing hacks call Joe Biden creepy. And you got a president in office who has on record, on air, on several occasions, Howard, on the Howard Stern show, uh, the Wendy Williams show, on The View, made sexual comments about his own daughter. Now, remember... Trump was friends with Epstein, with Jeffrey Epstein, right? Now, right-wing media loves to talk about Clinton being involved with uh, Epstein. 
And left-wing media loves to talk about Trump being involved with Epstein. But the truth of the matter is um, Epstein was good friends with Clinton, but Bill Clinton, um, Donald Trump, and uh, Prince Andrew, and some more celebs and politicians. But it's just something to think about, you know? Just something to think about. And maybe this dude... Uh, should have been investigated because his daughter's not going to tell the truth. She's never going to come out and admit that her daddy had a thing for her. You know, and people might say, oh man, he's just joking. Make whatever excuse you want to make, man. That's not normal. That's not normal. No normal man is going to sit there and talk about his daughter like that. And then you keep in mind that she was only 13 when he made the comment that he was more, he asked is, man, he asked the question, keep in mind, keep this in mind. He asked a Washington Post journalist, was it okay that he was more sexually attracted to his daughter? than his own wife and thought that it was okay. Like there was nothing wrong with that. And you want to talk about creepy. Yeah. Creepy Joe got nothing on creepy Trump. Okay, so I found this uh, pretty funny to me, anyway. Um, I've been I've been talking about how the so-called conspiracy, uh, the conspiracy community, or the the people that are supposed to be the the uh, what do you call it, the resistance, how uh, they've made everything into a left-right uh, paradigm. They pretty much flip from it being about the people to it just really being about the Republican party. Right. Because apparently the deep state is only the left wing. When, um, in fact, the deep state would be the so-called left and the right. The, the elitists aren't just on the left. They're on the right. Also, But all of these um, conspiracy websites are uh, basically uh, pro-Republican. And they push the narrative that the left, the uh, libtards, as they like to call them, the liberals, they're the deep state. So I went to this uh, website here, conspiracy.news, and it's all full of right-wing propaganda. And that's not to say that the left-wing is um, is any better. I mean, I, I want to say this over and over again. I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I'm an independent. I don't care about either party. I have no lead, uh, no, um, no ties. Um, 
to either party. Forgive me because my voice is messed up. I'm still um, recovering from the flu. But I'm going to try to do this. Uh, Conspiracy.news, right? Because it's supposed to be about conspiracy, you know, exposing the lies, exposing the truth. But that's not what it's about. This website is all right wing propaganda. Um, they tell nothing about the, the things that Trump does. None of, none of, none of his, uh, illegal activities, nothing. It's always about what the left wing has done. So when people ask me, why are you always talking about what the, uh, right wing Republicans are doing wrong? This is why, because there's nobody else that are supposedly independent or in the conspiracy community that is doing it. Everyone is pretending like Trump is fighting against the deep state. And that is far, far from the truth. So this, this article here from conspiracy.news says Sean Hannity announces he will launch bombshell book um, profiles and corruption. Ooh, so Sean, Sean Hannity now is supposed to be, I, I guess, some hero. Sean Hannity. See, and this is the other thing that gets me is all of these so-called, um, what, do you, what do you call them? Patriots, you know, these, these so-called patriots. They're always huffing and puffing and screaming about mainstream media. Let's fight against mainstream media. Behold, behold, lo and behold, your big Fox News listeners. Fox News is mainstream media. It's the same BS, right? So in this article which again is titled Sean Hannity announces he will launch bombshell book profiles and corruption. That's the name of the book profiles and corruption. <laughs> it says on Monday, Sean Hannity announced on his top rated radio show that he will launch the forthcoming investigative book bombshell profiles and corruption abuse of power by America's progressive elite by five-time New York Times best-selling author and Breitbart News senior contributor, um, contributor, excuse me, uh, Peter Schweitzer. Guess that's how he says his name. It says, uh, our friend Peter Schweitzer, I have learned, has his new book coming out one week from tomorrow. He will launch it one week from today on his show. Uh, his profile Profiles in Corruption, Hannity announced. As Hannity noted, the upcoming Schweitzer book rocketed to number one on Amazon uh, 10 days before it's before it hits uh, bookstores. It hit number one on Amazon 10 days before the release, said Hannity. You know why? Look how ahead of the curve he was on so many other occasions. I mean, he does a lot of um, really good work. He was the first one to excuse me <clears throat> to discover the Clinton Foundation Burisma uh, holdings. So anyway, um, 
also the book supposedly uh goes into uh other corruptions including um progressives such as uh joe biden bernie sanders uh elizabeth warren amy Klobuchar, um eric gaskeski or whatever the hell his name is sure uh sherrod brown cory booker it also includes kamala harris on the cover Swarcer, who is the president of the Government Accountability um, Institute, um, and and his uh, GAI team of investigators reportedly spent a year and a half researching the book. So, um, anyway, I put I point that out to point this out. You see. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is all just a game. And years ago, you would hear a lot of these conspiracy guys uh, tell you that both the Democratic and Republican Party were part of the same, um, what you would call, oligarch, uh, monarchy, um, elite organizations but now there's this false narrative that's being pushed um and i don't know if they've been bought and paid for all of these conspiracy websites are nothing but right wing um shields i'm i'm going to repeat that and you can get mad, you can huff and puff. It's not going to change the fact that uh, the left is corrupt and the right is corrupt. You, you take a bird, the left wing and the right wing are still attached to the same damn bird. Okay? They're both corrupt. They both have corporate shells. They're both um, dirty. You get into politics, you're going to get your hands dirty. Okay. You're going to find corruption on both sides. What annoys me and gets on my nerves about the right wing is they love to play the Patriot game. And what do I mean by the Patriot game is they love to play Patriot only when it's convenient. It's just like with Trump. It's the, um, it's the old, uh, there was no quid pro, uh, quid pro quo. But then when they proved that it is, and they said, well, it doesn't matter. It's okay anyway. It's only, it's only when it's convenient that they play the Patriot game. The only Patriots when it's convenient. And this is the, the, the biggest, the, the the Republican Party is the most hypocritical party of the two. Because at least with the left, um, the liberals are just that. They're liberals. They allow everything. You know, they you know, anything goes with the liberals. The the conservatives are supposed to be just that conservative. Right, they're supposed to be the the constitutional 
party. You're supposed to be the guys that stick to the Constitution because they're patriots and it's all about the forefathers and the, the vision of the forefathers and all that crap. But when it's not convenient for them, then they no longer play by those rules. It's just like the um, the Navy SEAL that Trump um, pardoned. Okay, he pardoned that Navy SEAL. And then you had other Navy SEALs that come out and and say that he was a horrible person. They, they said all these things about this guy because they worked with him. They said he was a horrible person. And the first thing the right-wing media did was attack those people, those, uh, those Navy SEALs that spoke out against them. Why? Because it wasn't convenient for them. It didn't look it didn't look good in their favor. And and let's just be honest. The right wing, the Republicans are nothing but Trump tools at this point. And I wonder what you idiots are going to do when Trump is no longer in office because you threw all your eggs in one damn basket and you have nothing left. You don't have a party to stand on anymore. That's what's going to be really, really interesting to see exactly what are you going to do? When Trump is gone, because you guys act like Trump is going to stay there forever. He's not. Even if he wins the reelection, he's not going to be. That's it. He's not going to be president forever. He's going to die. He is an old man. What the hell is the party going to do after that? Because you have nothing to stand on. You wouldn't even vote uh, to allow witnesses at the damn impeachment trial. Wasn't it 70% of Americans wanted uh, witnesses there? First, they, they were mad saying they won't, uh, they, won't allow, they won't allow witnesses. This ought to be a fair trial. So they said, fine, let's have witnesses. No, 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 we don't want witnesses. You know why they don't want witnesses? Because they know, it, they know that those witnesses would expose Trump, which he's already been exposed. But you allowed the stupid Republican Party, the stupid-ass Republican Party, to become the party of Trump. And you're going to pay for that in the future. You can have your fun now. You can laugh and hee-hee-ha-ha-ha. I'm owning the libs. We're owning the libs. I love to see the libs cry. But you're going to pay for that in the near future. Because you know what happens now? Now... Whenever a president decides he wants to ignore law, there's nothing you can say. The next time you try to impeach a Democratic president because you feel like he broke the law or he or he uh, went against the Constitution or he he uh, he violated his office, his, his duty as commander in chief. <laughs> right. That's what I meant to say. And you want to play patriot because you know y'all love to do it. Y'all love to hug that constitution. Y'all love to hug that constitution. Right? The next the next time a Dem Democratic president does that and you want to impeach him, guess what? He can tell y'all to go F yourselves. Ain't a damn thing you can do about it. Because you set the standard now. And trust me, this will come up again. This will come up again. It's funny to me how the same party, and I remember 
that went crazy because Bill Clinton got a blowjob and Lindsey Graham and uh, several others back then, but Lindsey Graham sticks out the most, um, went crazy talking about the uh, the decency of the White House. He has, President Clinton has disrespected the White House and we need someone to bring decency back into the White House. There was all this high moral Christian value talk. Now you got a president in office who literally says, grab him by the, by the vagina, had porn stars, paid off porn stars. <laughs> so I guess the Republican Party is no longer the party with good Christian values, right? So this is going to be a very interesting moving forward. Um, I want to see what happens when there's a Democratic president in there. Are you going to keep that same energy? Are you going to keep that attitude that the president of the United States can do what he want to do? Or are you going to try to revert back to your good Christian values? It's going to be interesting.